When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, traders of Killstokes here, and welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. I've got a super fresh episode for you today. Literally, I just got a question on the Twitter about five minutes ago asking if I can do a podcast episode about how I came up with my trading philosophy. So, of course, in a typical Akil fashion, I winged it, plugged up the mic, and started recording, and man, I think it came out great. So I think you guys are going to enjoy it. And please understand, this podcast is by you and for you, meaning you guys give me the subjects, you guys give me the topics, I just give you my opinion. So I hope you guys enjoy, and if you do, do me a favor, share this podcast on social media, continue to support, and we're going to grow this into the biggest, bestest trading podcast out there. Hey traders, Kill here from a very sunny and beautiful Pennsylvania. It's a great day out, and yours truly has decided to lock himself inside his office. Why? Because, well, I have the the issue with becoming distracted very easily and uh, procrastination. I don't necessarily think my procrastination is a bad thing. I get some of my best work done when I do procrastinate. However, um, I'd rather not push stuff back to the last minute, especially when I don't have a hard deadline on it. So what I've been doing today, I'm working on this new training course, uh, teaching the head and shoulders pattern. So I've been putting together the initial uh, outline of that, talking about obviously the, the technicals and the psychology behind it. And well, I want to take a little bit of a break to record a podcast because at the same time, I've been talking to a few traders on Twitter, or as I call it, the Twitter, right? And I just shared a post. Um, it was one of my, my YouTube videos. If you guys don't subscribe already, make sure you head over to my YouTube channel and check it out. Over 500 plus videos at the time of recording this. So could be a thousand by the time you hear this episode. Um, but I shared a, a video called The Gift of Wisdom. And in this video, we were talking about um, win percentage and how my theory on win percentage is it doesn't really matter. And again, there was, should be a podcast episode about this and I wouldn't be surprised if it came up multiple times. And there was a response from a trader. Um, this is a, a newer trader who is going through his trading journey. It's pretty cool because he's documenting it. And um, he's actually the one that said, hey, this would be an awesome issue um, or topic for a podcast. And I'm literally recording it about five minutes after seeing his message. So these things are fresh straight out the oven for you guys. But he says, in response to the, the video tweet, Akil, I would gladly take a 20% win rate if it means making money. I don't have any ego to feed. And you know what that sounds like? That sounds like something a losing yet determined trader would say. I don't mean that in a negative way, but it, it's the mindset. It's the mindset when you've been struggling at trading for so long, you're just looking for any way out. And you're saying, man, look, I've tried this, I've tried that, I've done this, I've done that, and it hasn't worked. At this point, 
I just want to make money. I don't care how it comes. I don't care if it's trend continuation. I don't care if it's Deutsche and channels. I don't care if it's high win percentage. I don't care if it's low win percentage. Akil, I am at rock bottom and I just want to see profit. And I'm at the point where I do not care how it comes. And that's the right mindset to have. That's why I said it's not a bad thing. The right mindset is to kind of put a put aside the thoughts of 99.9% win percentage. Put aside the thoughts of of uh, you know needing to create your own specific strategy that combines these certain indicators in a certain way that has never been done before. That way you can say that you trade the U strategy and that no one else does it, right? You've gotten to the point where you've thrown all that to a side and you just say, look, bottom line, I just want to make money. And that's what it should be, right? And my response to this trader's uh, message was said, um, I said, I don't know if I can personally do that, referring to the, the 20% win percentage. Um, I can only survive so many fights where I get pummeled for 10 rounds only to win by knockout in the final two. That's just being me, though. And what I mean by that analogy is that it hurts to lose. All right. I know you've, you've, many of you have seen me trade. Many of you are with me on a daily basis as I share ideas or analyze the markets live. And many of you have seen my videos and you know that I am pretty emotionless, right? You never really see me get on too high of highs. You never really see me get on too low of lows. I'm kind of always in the middle. It's just my personality of like, eh, right? And I don't do that because I'm robotic. I, I typically do that, uh, to be honest with you guys, I typically do that because my mind is always focused on the next. This is kind of a gift and a curse, actually. My mind is always focused on the next thing. So once the present thing happens, I no longer care about it because it has already happened and I decide not to waste energy on it, right? It's, again, it's a gift and a curse. It, it works well in trading because I never care too much about the result of any given trade. Once a trade loses, it's already lost. There's nothing I can do to get rid of that loss. So I just move on to the next trade. Once a trade wins, I don't really get too excited about it because, okay, the money has been made. That's awesome. But now I'm only as good as my next trade. And thinking about that right now, this is interesting because these these podcasts, um, they give me a chance to kind of do some self-reflection. I hope the audio is good too. I'm not in my normal spot because I'm kind of winging this, but I hope the audio is good. Um, but I'm trying to think about what this goes back to. And, and you know, I, I used to think of myself as a pessimist. Um, I've, I've kind of changed my mindsets over the year to kind of think positive. But I, I really think it goes back to my days in sports. Right. Um, I played sports at the collegiate level. Um, up until then, I played basically any sport you can think of. And football ended up being the sport that I was best at. That was the I was I was an all city receiver. Um, in high school, I had about three or four state records. I was on the all-state team um, as well. And I remember one of my worst games. This was kind of a, a game-changing moment in me. Was one of my worst games came when I had a bunch of recruits, right? Um, so I was playing football, and I was told by my head coach. He shouldn't have told me this. I don't know why he told me this. It just messed with my mind. He, he, he said, hey, Akil, there are coaches from this college, this college, this college, all here to see you. Right. Um, so we're going to try and put on a show. We're going to give you the ball a lot and try to showcase you because that's what a good high school coach does. They try to showcase their athletes. That way, you know, you can get a get to college, get a scholarship, go to a big school, hopefully donate back to the program. Um, but I think it had kind of the opposite effect because I got really nervous. And, you know, the pressure was on like I have to perform above expectations. 
because these coaches are watching me. And if I don't give them a good show, I'm not going to get a free ride to college, right? That was the, the thought process at the time. I ended up getting a halfway free ride to college due to an academic scholarship, um, which I hustled for. That's a, a story for another time. But I literally called the guy every single week for like a couple months um, until he gave it to me. Um, there's perseverance for you. But I remember this game. Um, I had about four drops, right? So you know, we did our normal plays. I outran everyone because I was pretty good. And I dropped a touchdown pass to begin with. And then I did it again. I dropped another touchdown pass. And before the game was over, I dropped about four touchdown passes. And I remember I was on the sideline crying because I'm like, I just blew it. I just blew my chance at a, at a big college signing me. And, you know, one of the reasons that I kept dropping passes was because I was thinking about the previous one, right? So I dropped the first one. And the next, the next one, I'm running down the balls in the air. And I'm thinking, okay, okay, Akil, you dropped the last one. Don't drop this one. You dropped the last one. Don't drop this one. And what do you do? Boom, you drop this one. And then you're thinking about the next two, right? And that's kind of, a, that's kind of how drawdowns work themselves uh, in the market as well. And it was at that moment when, I don't know if it was my dad or, or another assistant coach, you know, they gave me kind of a rule where it was like, hey, after something bad happens, you have five minutes to think about it and then move on because there's nothing you can do about it. And I've kind of a, adopted that approach to life um, where I don't I just don't think about the past because I can't control it. It's already happened for me. It, it is a waste of time to think about it aside from like trying to learn from it and stuff like that. Um so it's a positive in my trading. It's kind of a negative in my life because I don't celebrate things. Like I don't celebrate birthdays. Um, I'm, I'm getting better at celebrating the accomplishments of my kid. But I remember even like, hey, my kid's taking his first steps. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. What's next? Like the excitement lasted just like that and I was gone. So I'm trying to get better at it. It's, it's something I'm doing to work on myself. But that's generally where I stand. But back to the quote um, where I said, hey, this is... A 20% win percentage is me like is similar to me getting pummeled for 10 rounds, only win by knockout at the end. What that means is that losses hurt. Losses hurt. And if you if you imagine you going into the market into a trade as a boxing match, right? A 20% win percentage means that you're losing eight out of every 10 trades, right? So if you think about it as a 10-round boxing match, right? You've lost eight rounds, right? So you've you've stepped into the ring. And you've got beaten for eight straight rounds. Now, somehow, maybe it's like the old George Foreman, uh, uh, Muhammad Ali thing. Maybe somehow you tire out your opponent and you end up getting a knockout in the 10th round. Right. And you win two rounds at the end and win the match. Right. That's 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 good. Right. You you win at the end of things. However, for me personally, and this is just from my perspective, there's only so many times I can step into the ring and get beaten for eight out of 10 rounds, right? It's not going to last very long before something bad happens. And this was my experience with trading as well. At one point in my trading journey, as I was bouncing around from magic system to magic system, I stumbled upon a mechanical system. I think it was called the MP4, MPT paint bar. Um, for you guys that are, man, Forex Trader Live alumni, you guys remember that. I think it was called the M MPT or something like that, paint bar study. And it was a mechanical system. And like most mechanical systems, it was um, a big mo is another one. That was another one I did, the big mo. Uh, man, that brings you back. Um, but like most mechanical, mechanical systems, they're momentum-based meaning they're meant to catch the trend because that's what a lot of indicators will tell you when there's high momentum, when it's trending, all that fun stuff. And if you've learned anything from me in the past about trend trading is that 
um, or Richard Dennis and the Turtle Traders, for example, when you're trying to catch um, extended trends, it takes a lot of swing and misses, right? You have to strike out a lot of time before you can finally hit that home run. Now, when you hit that home run, it's worth it, right? Because you make a lot of money, but you got to take a lot of losses. And I remember back testing these systems before I traded them because that's what you're supposed to do. And I remember each and every time I back tested them, they were they were profitable. However, each and every time I traded them live, they were not profitable. And the question was why? And here is the difference, right? When I back tested it, you would take every trade as you should, right? So I take the loss, 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 and then every once in a while, right? Maybe like twice or two, twice or three times a year, there would be this massive win, right? I would catch this ginormous move where the market just takes off for like a 500 pip, 800 pip win. And those 800 pips or 500 pips would make up for probably about half of my losses, right? So waiting for that big win. I'm like, this is awesome, man. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to rack up. However, when I would trade it, when I would trade it live, here was the problem. I didn't have the patience to stick through all of those losses and stick through all those small wins in order for the big one and stuff would happen like this right i take i take loser i would take loser i would take loser those didn't really hurt too much because i understood what i was doing the trades that would hurt were the trades that would go into uh triple digits the trades that would take me up 100 pips and then reverse and stop me out for break even and i'm sitting there screaming at my computer ah i had 100 pips of my profit and now i'm at zero ah right and you can only imagine, right? That's getting beat in the face by the markets in the boxing ring, right? You can only imagine how many times that can happen before you make a change. So I'd sit through it. Ah, it would happen again. You know, a couple of trades out. I sit through it. Ah, right. A month later, it would happen again. Ah, right. It could go crazy. And then the next time it happened, I'd be like, man, F that. F that. There's only so many times the market's going to dangle that hundo in front of my face and I'm not going to grab it. I'm taking profits, right? And I, I sell and I, I take my profit, be up 100 pips, do the money dance, right? This is back when I had a, a playlist of uh, <laughs> a playlist of music for when I was profitable. So I do the money dance and whatnot. And then lo and behold, I come back and this would be the trade that would end up being like the 1,000 pip winner that would have made up for all the losses. And silly old me was excited about 100 pips. I would leave it on the table. And I did that repeatedly. You can imagine that I would, I would, you know, after that would happen, I'd be like, okay, Akil, this time you're not going to make that mistake. And then, you know, lo and behold, the process repeats itself. Ah, 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 take profit early. Ah, 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 take profit early. Right. And I understood that about myself where I was like, I can only lose so many times before I mentally crack. There are only so many times I can, I can sit out of winners waiting sit out of good winners waiting for bigger winners or take losses in hopes of the big winner before I just mentally break down and that's how I knew that it wasn't for me I I can't be a 20% trader now also keep in mind this was a long time ago this was before I'm 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 a lot more disciplined now than I uh than I was back then so I'm pretty sure I could now, but I'd still think I would have those psychological battles. I still think a little part of me would start questioning the system, would start questioning myself and would have a psychological breakdown if I were as low as 20 percent. Um, and so that's just me knowing my range. Right. That's just me knowing my range and kind of, you know, how much pain I can take. Right. How much torture I can take before I, I, I give in, before I'd submit. 
Um, and it's important to know that about yourself. Now, when the trader asked the question, he said, Akil, it would be cool if you did a podcast episode about this, about how you came to that trading philosophy and figured out your stuff for yourself. And the answer is I just went through it. Um, there's, there's, you know, the only way you know how much pain you can endure, unfortunately, is by going through pain. That is the only way that you can do it. I know, and I wish there was a, maybe there is, if you got, you know, shoot me a message. Maybe there is, maybe there's a way that you can tell and be like, okay, I know that if I win below this level, I'm going to, I'm going to go crazy. But I think the only way to really understand it, and the same thing with trading, the only way to gain confidence in the trade, I think the only way to understand it is to actually go through it and be that 20% trader and see if you're comfortable doing it or not. And if you are comfortable in doing it, that's fine. man. Again, win percentage, who cares about it? As long as you're making money at the end of the day. Um, but it's also important to see what type of mistakes you make. And I'm talking live trading, not demo trading, because demo trading is easy, live trading is not. Um, but yeah, experience. That, that's the only way you figure it out. You learn from your mistakes and you make adjustments. You, you Trading is a journey. You know, It's a journey of you finding out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And your philosophy as a trader is kind of molded throughout this journey. Um, you know, just like a, a kid, right? Again, I'm on the, the parenting tip right now because, you know, I got a, I got a, I'm a parent now, right? So, you know, my kid, his, his, he's, we're molding him right now. The things that we're teaching him, the things that he's experiencing, you know, with us outside in the world, whatever he's doing, that's going to mold the man that he's going to become later. Um, the good and the bad, right? Mistakes are going to, you know, he's going to learn from mistakes. I encourage him all the time. The wife gets mad. He's like, hey, he's going to, if he gets up there, he might trip and fall. Well, he'll learn not to climb up there again. That's a life-changing moment. He could trips and fall. He'll learn to be more careful, right? And if he doesn't, then maybe that, maybe the kid's not as smart as we thought he was. <laughs> um, but trading is the same way. You, you, you go through the, you go through the junk. Um, you get hurt by it. You learn from it and you continue to build and, and, and grow until one day you become a consistently profitable trader. And that's why the journey takes a long time. That's why it's not a get rich quick scheme, because you you have to learn from those experiences. And as I always say, once you learn how to trade right after you get educated and you learn how to trade, I still think it takes about two years to really find yourself as a trader and really get into that comfort zone of knowing who you are and how you operate. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Correction, I know you enjoyed this episode because I did. I had so much fun doing it and I hope the takeaways are clear, right? We need to value both the good and the bad because both lessons are key in us forging our trading philosophy and gaining experience for us to become consistently profitable traders. So I'm glad I got the subject. I'm glad I had time to record it. I'm glad you guys listened and I'll see you next time. Hey gang, Akil here. Just want to say a big thank you for supporting the podcast. We are growing at a great rate, but we need to do more. So keep sharing the podcast. If you guys are brand new, make sure you go back and listen to at least 10 episodes. That way you get a good idea of who I am as a trading coach, who I am as a person, and really the different type of topics that I like to discuss here. So just want to say that I'm having so much fun doing this podcast. It's, it's definitely a relief from the day to day. Don't get me wrong. I love working with traders on a daily basis and answering questions and reviewing trade plans and taking trading opportunities. But this podcast allows me to talk a little bit more about the psychological side and really go into some topics that I may not discuss on a regular basis with our clients. So keep 
the content coming. And what I mean by that is keep shooting me questions. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on YouTube, wherever you can find me at. And if it's good, I'll keep turning them into awesome episodes. This is a podcast made for you, made by you, and that's why it's been so popular. So thank you once again for the support. Remember to share. Please leave me a rating or a review, and uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thank you.